I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello there. This is the Beluga Dunes podcast. Andy here. Thank you so much for downloading or, sc- or streaming, whatever you did. I don't know. Um, yeah, uh, I hope you don't mind uh, the, the. There's a little bit of noise. I've, I've just realised that my um, dehumidifier is making a rattling sound for some reason, and I don't. I have no idea what that is. Should probably get that looked at. It's it's. Uh, it, it it's a little bit distracting, <laughs> as, as if I, I didn't get easily distracted enough. What's happening in this week's episode? I hear you cry. See, I can somehow hear you talking about that. <laughs> um, that that is one thing that I I, I am sure of. Okay, so um, if you've listened last week, you know that the film that I decided to sit down and watch was uh, Kaipo Shea. Or Kaipo Che. I have no idea. <laughs> and and yeah, be warned. Um, I, I do kind of ramble through this in in a very kind of ignorant and uh, not 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 exactly <laughs> you know, um, it, as intellectually as as I would have liked. But hey, <laughs> um, also. I uh, I have a, a special secret item. I'm, I'm going to try and tease this now. Um, it's it's something comedy related this week. It, it's it's to do with British comedy. Yeah, when when I when I spin the wheel later, you're, you're going to hear me talking about a certain something that, that me and my brother like that we, we enjoy listening to. Yes, and it, and it, it, it involves some of our favourite comedians. Right, so uh, you'll have that to look forward to. Also, um, I talk about an episode of Beluga Weekly. This week I, I went for something that I I have more positive thoughts towards. Uh, I, I intentionally decided I'd, I'd try and do that. Yeah, um, and Beluga Monthly, you'd be able to find out what the, what the latest is with that because I, 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 I did say that it was something I was working on, so... Where at where what what stage have I got to with Beluga Monthly? Well, we just have to wait and find out. So yeah, uh, all of that and more. So yeah, um, I, I'm now just going to uh, lead us into the the first part of this week's episode. So yeah, this is my film, not not quite review, but this was kind of self discussion. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and this is for Kai Poche. Um, so yeah, uh, what are we waiting for? Let's get to it. So, Kai Poche. 
This was a, a 2013 Bollywood film. Um, yeah, and a, a film about cricket, the Cricket World Championships, I believe. <laughs> now, I know nothing about sport. I'm just going to let you know that because, yeah, um, actually, I, I don't, I can't, I don't think if I've actually watched any other Bollywood films before. Um, so, apologies in advance if I, if I sound ignorant at all because this is, this, not, not only is it a subject matter, you know, sport, just, I, I don't know anything about that. I also don't speak a word of, of any other language other than my own. Yeah, so, um, uh, uh, it, it, it was, now, one thing I will say, yeah, because <laughs> I, I don't speak Hindi, but, um, I suppose that wasn't really a problem, um, because, you know, it's, it's a competitive sport film, and, you know, if you've seen one, then you know exactly what to expect, you know, it's, it's basically an underdog story, and, um, uh, three, three, three brothers, are they? Uh, um, no, three friends, not brothers. In the last film, there were brothers. That's the <laughs> this is the thing, I'm now reviewing a cricket film, and, you know, last year, last week it was, uh, fly fishing. So, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm learning about new things, <laughs> activities that I d didn't know anything about before. But yeah, um, and and it, um, it, it's about teaching, uh, um, and uh, yeah, competitive sport and all that. So um, it it was actually you know it was it was very beautiful. Um, it uh, had a great soundtrack. You know, the soundtrack was very Bollywood because you know, I've, I've heard from um, you know it's kind of a style that has been parodied an awful lot. <laughs> that style of music with sitar playing. Like, um, listen to any George Harrison records that you <laughs> um, Yeah, because uh, yeah, he he was he was obviously very fond of that. Um, anyway, yeah, uh, one thing that I'm quite curious about, because I don't, I don't know if this is typical of, of Bollywood films, or, um, because I, I, I've seen, you know, every time I, I see a, a non-English speaking movie, um, there's always subtitles for, for English viewers, um, and, uh, in this one there wasn't. But what was interesting is that there was kind of a mix. It was, it, they they mixed in some English dialogue, um, and you know, I, I, um, in, in some parts it kind of made sense because um, they kept it kind of isolated to things like uh, the cricket commentary. Um, but I, I wasn't sure because uh, there, there were things like text messages um, they came up in English, and I I just. I don't think I've ever seen that before, and and some of some of the characters said some of their lines in English, and it just it just made me, it, it, you know, it's something that I, I'm really curious about now because, um, it seemed like an interesting way. I I, I get the feeling that you know, again, I, I'm just I might just be ignorant, and I'm pretty sure I am. <laughs> I can, you know, um, if I have to talk about 
of a film that's there. You know, uh, like this, you know, I just I expect that I'm just, just going to sound <laughs> just just absolutely daft. Um, but 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 I I couldn't help thinking that this might be a a narrative device because. The thing is, if if you're doing a silent film, um, then technically you can say an awful lot with without any dialogue. That's one thing that silent film has has proven. Uh, originally, you know, you you couldn't use uh, um, you, you couldn't have the characters vocally express themselves. Um, so if you know what you're doing, you don't actually need people to listen to what they're saying or to hear what they're saying, understand what they're saying, because uh, what you're filming, like with good direction and good editing and everything, you can you can um, make it very clear what's going on. And this film did do that. Um, unfortunately, I I feel like because you know it was a two-hour film, um, and a lot of it was to do with cricket. And yeah, I I personally just. <laughs> I I get easily bored when I see people playing sport. <laughs> yeah, that's just me, really. Um, and yeah, uh, would I watch it again? Probably not. I I don't know because it makes me feel really bad. Because as I say, it's a beautiful film. I, I like the soundtrack. There were a lot of things about it that I actually really liked. Um, yeah, and I just think ultimately it didn't leave me thinking. Oh yeah, I'd love to see that again. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to rewatch it loads of times. So, it's a good film. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I think once, once was enough. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll watch it again if if I can find one with the subtitles because there might have been a lot of things that I missed, uh, just because you know I'm ignorant and I haven't bothered to learn Hindi. <laughs> um. Anyway, um. That that's, uh, so that's that's Kai Po Che and done with that done with that review um what what film i'm going to find out what my my next movie is going to be uh suggest me movie.com um oh this is another one that i'm going to have trouble pronouncing I, I, I'm, this is a, a an ignorance special this week tay guk gi <laughs> colon the Brotherhood of War, a 2004 film. Again, never seen it. I wonder what it's like. Okay, I'll trade my left foot for the flying car. Now it's time to spin that wheel. There it goes, that's, that's the wheel spinning. Where's it going to land this week? Ooh. <laughs> Uh, is it going to be a podcast? Is it going to be a YouTube channel? Is it going to be someone's DeviantArt account? Ooh. Well, what do you know? It's another podcast. Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre Podcast. Yes, Richard Her Herring chats with some of the biggest names in comedy. It's an ad-libbed and un unedited and largely unplanned. The, the conversations could go off on all kinds of comedic tangents or be serious, recorded in front of a paying audience. This podcast can be heard on the British Comedy Guide SoundCloud page. It's also on iTunes um, and Acast, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I, I subscribe to it on Acast. 
let's have a look at some of the people that he has uh, interviewed in the past. Uh, Greg Davis, Danny Baker, Josie Long, Harry Shearer, Nick Helm, Mark Gatiss, Steve Coogan, Sarah Pascoe, Sarah Millican, Rebecca Front. Uh, I'm going to have to skip over some of these. Milton Jones, Sue Perkins, Stuart Lee. Wow, this is one where he actually talks to Stuart Lee. I don't think I've listened to that one. Um, Bob Mortimer, Emma Kennedy, Robert Webb, Johnny Vegas, Mark Watson, Robin Ince, uh, Al Murray, Lee Mack, uh, Eddie Izzard, Phil Jupiter's David Mitchell, loads and loads of wonderful comics, um, comics as in comedians, because I, I talk about the other type of comics quite a lot on, on this podcast. But yeah, um, the latest one here it says uh, is uh, how Crutenden. I'm not sure I know who that is. <laughs> how Crutenden. Uh, you, you heard of it? <laughs> I, I probably better listen to that one because I, I want to find out. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, and this, this is actually one that I, I was having a conversation with my brother about the podcasts that we like to listen to. Um, and I think because uh, because we, we both like Chris Moyles, um, and since he he started doing his new show on Radio X, we talked about yeah because i i don't actually get to listen to it on the radio because i'm always at work while it's on and i yeah i I tend not to um to take portable radios to work because no um not exactly a good idea (laughs) uh mind you it might might be something something worth looking into for when i'm making the journey back home i'll probably have a little listen in to the show but because of uh, podcasting, I've been able to catch up on all all the um, highlights, the show highlights. So yeah, I was I was telling my brother about that, and he said, "Oh yeah, have you listened to the Adam Buxton podcast?" And I was like, "Yeah." And from then on, um, we got into talking about the Scroobius Pip podcast because Adam Buxton has interviewed Scroobius Pip on his podcast, and Scroobius Pip has uh, interviewed. Richard Herring, on his pod, uh, on his podcast. So yeah, um, it, it all links together. It's it's funny how, um, yeah, um, th- uh, th- th- this uh, this online network. It it all seems to be joining together, and and soon it, it seems like everyone's gonna be gonna have like a connection. Well, I, sp- I suppose we, we all do. We all do at the end of the day. <laughs> but yeah. Um, because uh, on on some uh, some podcasting networks, I've I've noticed a particular circle of kind of uh, groups, especially with the with comedy. Like, if if you listen to any of the Earwolf shows, you'll hear people like Scott Ackerman, Paul F. Tompkins, and Paul Shear, Jason Manzukas, um, and and uh, and, and yeah, they they have connections. So it's yeah, um, it's fascinating how we um, we we're all just we 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 literally 
uh, linking up and sorry I'm, I'm batting a DVD box with my with my headphones I really shouldn't be doing that it's it must be uh, must be very distracting I'm trying not to fidget too much today anyway um, so yeah uh, and from the look of this yeah because uh, uh, he's getting close to 100 episodes the, the latest Richard Herring Leicester Square episode is um, episode 95 apparently according to this um, so that's a lot of interviews and um, and, and I, I don't think he's repeated any of them that, that's, that's quite remarkable he's, he, he seems to have literally interviewed that many different people so think, think about that you know he spoke to Harry Shearer from The Simpsons and Spinal Tap. Um, that is a little connection because I, you know, I used to listen to Harry Shearer's podcast as well, um, and uh, yeah, so so he is a player in in the, uh, the on the podcast scene. Um, yeah, so uh, so that's it then. Um, Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre Podcast from Comedy.co.uk. Go check it out. Okay, I'll trade my left foot for the flying car. Hi, we're here on the street asking people about the fump. Excuse me, sir, do you know what the fump is? The what? The fump. F-U-M-P. Oh, I don't know, uh, but it doesn't sound appetizing. I don't want any. Isn't that the sound a groundhog makes when you run over it with your car? Uh, no. Can you tell me what the fump is? Is it the enemy in the next Spider-Man movie? I don't think so. A clean-burning car that runs on pancakes? What? Isn't... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Is that the stuff the nutty professor invented? No, that's flubber. The fump. What is the fump? Ooh, it's a dog. I think it's half Great Dane, half Chihuahua. Is that even possible? Sounds like something you get from a cheap hooker. Oh, come on, no. Doesn't anyone around here know what the fump is? I do, but I'm a paid announcer with a script in front of me that explains it. Fine, fine. Go do your thing. The Fump is the Funny Music Project. It's a website where comedy musicians post funny songs and parodies. New songs are uploaded every Tuesday and Friday. The songs are available for free download from thefump.com or automatically via our podcast feed. 
The Fump features some of the biggest names in comedy music from the Dr. Demento Show, including the great Luke Ski, Robert London Spav, Devo Spice, Worm Quartet, Rob Balder, Possible Oscar, Tom Smith, Raymond and Scum, Power Salad, Bob Ricci, Carla Ulbricht, Steve Goody, Paul and Storm, and Jonathan Colton. High-quality downloads and compilation CDs are also available. Find us at www.thefump.com or look us up on iTunes. And for behind-the-scenes discussions on the songs posted to The Fump, listen to the Funny Music Podcast. Thank you. See, people, was that so hard? So it is something you get from a cheap hooker. Look, the one I was with last Friday sold me a copy of the Volume 10 compilation CD. Ugh, I quit. I'm going home. The Fump. It's not something you get from a cheap hooker. Usually. Okay, it's Beluga Weekly time, and this week I'm looking back at uh, issue number 18. Yeah, um, an- another old one. Um, and this one is basically, I, I decided, because uh, back then I-, I was always making sure that it was something topical. Uh, every-, every Beluga Weekly had, had was to do something that was in the news, and uh, yeah, um, this one w- was... Uh, a little joke about swine flu. It's the big bad wolf. I think the first panel is taking a deep breath. The second panel is blowing down the house of straw. Um, and then the 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 pig, um, apparently has a cold because he has a thermometer in his mouth and an ice bag on his head. And it is going. Oh, uh, hello. Can I help you? And um, wolf looks rather concerned in the last panel the wolf is just running away screaming um and i can actually remember when i came up with this with, with the idea of this because i used to listen to radio one a lot um uh, and, and i would normally have the radio come on in the morning whenever i woke up and um I can actually remember that being the the first time I heard about uh, the swine flu epi- epidemic, and <clears throat> and it, it it just sort of occurred to me, you know, we we've heard about bird flu that that was something that we were, we were supposed to be afraid of, and it turned into this great big joke, basically. Um, not a joke for for anyone who suffered from it, obviously. Just you know, it it's it's amazing how um, rather than that, you know, it, um, than panicking over it, it supplies like comedians and people on social networks with plenty of material, because you know you you could just ride on that. It, it's amazing how you know the the media wants us to to be really scared about things like this, but it it just turns into comedy somehow that, that that's the way i've always noticed it you know um with the foot and mouth disease scare bird flu scare and then swine flu it just became the thing that people would talk about just you know rather derisively you know, it and um when I just I heard the words swine flu on, on this news presentation, immediately I thought, that's going in the next comic, because, you know, if, if I don't hurry up and make a comment about it, it will become old news. It's, this is going to get old very quickly, because everyone's going to be talking about swine flu. Um, 
and you know, so, and it's funny because when when I'm in bed and I'm kind of awake and I haven't got anything to do, I haven't got anywhere to go. That, that, there was a lot of that because I was unemployed for a long time, and <laughs> that's when the best ideas seemed to come to me. Is when I, I was just I, I didn't know what to do with myself that day, but I, I would just let my mind wander and and think about these cartoon characters I was I was doing, um, and, and I suppose that's one thing. These characters. They're just meant to be versions of the characters from the Three Little Pigs stories. Uh, story. <laughs> um, so you've got the Big Bad Wolf and you've got one of the Three Little Pigs. But from that, I think I I kind of ended up um, making them into their own characters. Because the the wolf, the, the, the character I came up with for the wolf, the, the, the way I drew him and the colours that I used... I ended up using those again for a wolf character who was in this uh, animated cartoon I did called Ten Pin Bullying. It's on YouTube. Um, and, yeah, um, I, I actually kind of, uh, you know, I, I kind of invented a new character out of that, you know, just following up from this, this comic strip. I don't, I don't think I did anything else with him, but I... I always thought, you know, if I need a character who's meant to just need to just bring in a character who's that that kind of slightly intimidating but not not very <laughs> um or, or whatever. Yeah, um I think I was intending to do a lot more with him actually because he has a name he's called Waldorf. Uh, Waldorf the Wolf. Um and there's also Desmond the Pig. Um he he's popped up in in, in a number of um of the Beluga Weekly comics, because um, um, I, I just did a few. Because you know, he, he, he apparently lives on this farm that, that only has one person there. I don't know. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, and, and um, I was quite pleased. I, I wanted to talk about this one this week because. I went on at great length last week about the one that I thought didn't work very well. And I just wanted to remind myself, uh, I'm not hugely disappointed with the body of work I've done <laughs> that I have now. and Because um, yeah, I've been doing Beluga Weekly for a long time, and in that time I've, I've kind of had ups and downs. You know, In my mind, some of them worked rather well. And this was one, you know, it, it came to me quite easily. I, I knew what the setup and the punchline was going to be. Uh, no, no trouble there. So yeah, uh, this is one that I, I actually, I, I personally like. Okay, I'll trade my left foot for the flying car. Beluga Monthly is now online. Yeah, it debuted uh, on the duckwebcomics.com. Yeah, so basically it, it is pretty much just... Um, yeah, uh, it's it's like Beluga Weekly, um, except obviously it comes out every month, uh, and it's ten pages long. How about that? Yeah, and um, it's a bit more high def as well, as in you know, I I say high def. All, all that means is that the panels are wider than <laughs> than the ones in Beluga Weekly because I've laid it out differently, so each page. Um, is three panels 
So um, you, you get a much larger image for, for each one. Um, actually, I, I have split some of the panels. Well, well, I think one of them in the in the first issue. Yeah. So um, so this this is a a new idea that I'm I'm just uh, I'm going to be trying to I'm going to definitely try and get one of these out uh, each month of the year. And yeah, um, it, it is now also on the website on uh, www.belugatoons.com. That's right, yeah. Um, so, so that was Tuesday the 19th of January. And I believe it went up the day before that on uh, on the duck, I think. Um, yeah, 18th. So, so maybe around that time each month, maybe. Maybe that's when it will be coming out. Yeah, hopefully I'll, I'll be able to make it fairly consistent in terms of releasing uh, each each new one. Um, yeah, I uh, uh, I've also been preparing a little video because I, I always did like a, a trailer or like a little promo video for each issue of new stuff. So I, I'm, I'm probably going to try and do that um, right now. Though I am exhausted. <laughs> I am just so tired because uh, it's been a, a busy couple of days for me. Um, and I'm, I'm really trying not, not to, to, to let the, the, uh, the workload slip out of my grasp because, yeah, I, um, I, I'm, I'm definitely not working anywhere near as hard as I was last year, but I'm, you know, I, I have, I've gone on about this. There, there's a reason for that. I'm, I'm just trying to make sure that I, I can, I, I can actually manage the, uh, the projects and things that I'm, I'm going to. Uh, I mean, I'm kind of expecting myself to do. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah, Beluga Monthly. I, I'm use. I'm, I'm currently using the the same kind of same set of characters as in new stuff, but I've also included some of some of the other additional characters. The the Greenwood bats are, are in the, the January, January one. Um, yeah, and, um, I've, I've also worked in Stella, uh, Esme, and Beryl and Stan. Yeah, um, it's, uh, it, it's, it's, uh, quite funny. <laughs> That's another thing that, yeah, um, it, it, I think I said before, I haven't actually, I, I did, I didn't actually work, work this from a script. I kind of put it all together and, you know, Using whatever ideas came to me, and yeah, um, uh, I, I think one one thing I quite like is that I'm I'm trying to um, incorporate some of the the things that um, sort of started out as ideas for, with, with Beluga Weekly. There's an idea I came up with where every so often we'd have a Beluga Weekly that took place in this games room. They have this games room with pink walls, and um, so, so whenever you see the pink background, you know that they're in the games room um, hanging out. And um, I, I don't think I did any of that last year because when I, when I was telling that story, the uh, the the story arc for two thousand and fifteen, 
originally I was hoping to uh, to have them all perhaps gather together in the games room, but it 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 just it didn't quite work out that way because um, I I basically had them all all of the characters go to see the vet because they don't really know what's happening to them. It's it's all a bit of a a mysterious kind of set of events. Yeah, so uh, I'm I'm bringing back the games room basically, and uh, yeah, I'm trying to make make that more of like a, a recurring theme. So so each one, that they'll they'll be going to the games room at one point in each of these. Of the yeah, um, and also as I say, because I put the Greenwood bats in because I hadn't done anything with them for a while. Um, so yeah, I, I I feel like this is a good opportunity to to look at what I could have done in more recent uh, Beluga Weekly episodes. Um, so yeah, so, so now we we now have the monthly version. It's finally here. <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm also gonna gonna try and make sure that uh, I get some comics published to sites like uh, MagCloud and um, iBooks and Google Play and all of that. So yeah, uh, we still have that to look forward to. Okay, I'll trade my left foot for the flying car. Well, the time has very nearly come for me to send you all on your merry way. And it's uh, this point where I, I tell you about the Comic Book Club Southampton, which takes place on the third Thursday of every month between 7pm and 10pm. This is at uh, Goblets, at above Bar Street, Southampton, Um and uh, yeah, uh, they have a Twitter at CBC Sutton, and you can also find them on Facebook uh, under Comic Book Club Southampton. <clears throat> Join us; we'll be really happy to have you with us. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, that that's that, and don't forget to check out www.belugatoons.com. B E L U G A T O N S. And with this, you can also find um, the Bluegatoons Deviant Art page, uh, Bluegatoons on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and all those other things. Yeah, there's a lot to look at. Um, yeah, I am. I'm, I'm working at uh, uh, maybe. I, th- I think from, from next month onwards. I'm going to try and make sure that I get at least one piece of work up on my blog each day. Because it's, it's been a little bit... Uh, I've, had, I've had some empty days. Because it, it just occurred to me, I can probably put up the uh, Throwback Thursday artwork. That that fills in that little void. Uh, yeah. Um, also, Cow's Play is going to come back. I, I just need some more ideas for that. And yeah. Um, that that That's... That's one of my favourite things, personally. I, I I love working on those. I I, I love how they, they 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 tend to look. You you can just find this. There's a, there's a whole section for it on the Bluetooth Deviant Art. And yes, yeah, so also don't forget to have a look at Beluga Monthly because this is a new thing. It's it's going to be. Um, yeah, I'm I'm hoping it will last at, at least one year. The idea is that uh, I'm going to try and um, and get twelve out 
uh, one, one for each month basically of this year and um, whether or not I continue only time will tell uh, but yeah uh, that that's the Blue Gadoons podcast so thank you all thank you for, for, for joining me <laughs> yeah um, have I missed anything oh yeah um, t-shirts yeah there's the Public site tpublic.com forward slash user forward slash bluegatoons I'm, I'm working at trying to, to get some other kind other merch and things available so until then take care everybody and bye bye